G'day everyone, Big Aussie Pepper here and welcome back to the podcast. Today, episode 24, Food Rotation Ideas, recorded on the 21st of February 2021. I thought I'd start including a bit of a uh, time and date stamp on these podcasts so that if you're listening to this in the future, just in case I'm talking about news and it's no longer relevant, you can have a bit of a benchmark to know whether or not you should be thinking about it. Speaking of news, there's been quite a lot going on. I thought I'd start mentioning just little bits and pieces that I find interesting and that I think you guys might need to know. So Facebook has been in the news recently about blocking news within Australia, which I thought was a very interesting move from them, particularly seeing as they had a very broad sense of what news was, and they blocked a whole lot of you know, useful sites that are uh, useful pages, I should say, um, anti you know uh, domestic violence pages and BOM or the Bureau of Meteorology, where I usually get my weather from. But guess what? I don't use Facebook with all their things. I go get my news from my news sources, and I go and get my weather from my weather sources, so I've never been a big fan of Facebook, and I think I'm starting to realise why. Also, as a bit of a prediction for what we should be looking out for in 2021, I think climate change is going to continue to be uh, affecting things, in particular uh, food scarcity, so keep an eye on the news for things like the fact that Australia is not growing enough rice anymore, and we're importing all our rice, and a lot of countries are buying up all the soybeans, so there's a lot of um, interesting things going on in the food area. Make sure you have some food set aside. Speaking of food, the next few podcasts are actually going to be mostly food related. So I thought that might be a good idea to do for a change. So uh, this one and the next two are going to be about food in different um, areas of interest. And then after that, we're actually going to look at water filtration as well. As mentioned before, today is some food rotation ideas. And really the first thing you'd want to be thinking about is, well, what do you currently have? We have spoken previously about making a list of all the things you have stored. I'll be putting up a video, hopefully soon, when I get around to actually making some more videos about um, going through my, my food storage boxes, uh, food and other items, but also like what's in your pantry? Uh, what do you have out in the, the, in the back room? Or, you know, what do you have underneath your bed? You need to be making sure that you're uh, just looking at the basic food that you have on hand before you think about anything more advanced. What do I mean by more advanced? Well, first of all, you know, I have my food listed down in an Excel spreadsheet. I have not done my working pantry. I think that one needs to be done next, as well as my freezer and other freezer and fridge. Um, so knowing what is needing to be used next is important. And then making sure you use the uh, first in, first out or FIFO uh, method, which is what is used by supermarkets, hopefully, where they bring the old stock to the front and they put the new stuff behind so the old stuff gets used first. The other idea that I've had and that I've seen online as well is using a can rotation system where you put the cans in at the top and it usually slides down to the back and then comes back down to the front on the next level uh, facing towards you. And I think these are great. I looked into them and they can be quite expensive for what they are. Now, I recently got some, uh, not plywood, but the other one, MDF, which is a uh, more sturdy and sort of a bit more weather resistant. Uh, sheets that I used to uh, block up an old window that I wanted to turn into a wall. Now, I'm wondering if I can use these to actually make my own little can dispensers. I'm going to measure up some space that I have in the whole cupboard. These whole cupboards are quite deep, but not necessarily very high. And I'm thinking I might be able to get an angle where I could get two rows, so the downward row at the front, and then the can coming to the front. And I might just start off with some simple ones, like um, get a whole lot of canned uh, vegetables, so some beans, um, some peas, corn, things like that, and see if I can make just a small one for that, and then use that as a prototype for making more. The idea is to be able to make these things easily without too many tools, and I've got some ideas for how 
I might be able to do that. I really don't want to make something too complicated, just something really simple. Slap a few things together, make sure I've got the angles right and things like that. So that's one idea. Another idea I've had is, well, what my wife sort of already does, which is being able to grab multiple cans of sort of almost semi-random things from the cupboard and turning that into a nice meal. So that requires a little bit of cooking skills, um, but getting a can of uh, chickpeas, for example, and some lentils and some corn, and then adding them together with a bit of mayonnaise and some other salad, and you got yourself a beautiful meal there. A lot of international food, like pasta sauces um, and Mexican food, can often be made by mixing a whole lot of different things together. Uh, things like hamburgers and vegetable patties are a great way to use up your leftover foods as well. Got some, you know, carrots that are on the way out. You can grate them up and add them to uh, the vegetable patties or to your hamburger mix. So lots of different options there too. The last thing I wanted to talk about food rotation is the concept behind the best before, the uh, use by and expiry dates. Some of these sometimes are suggestions. The best before is the date in which why you need to consume that food to have it at its manufactured, considered, uh, ideal uh, nutrient content. It's a big mouthful, isn't it? So it is, you know, when is this food still best before? Uh, any date after that, it is often still edible and you might lose some of the nutritional value. The taste or the uh, texture might be not 100% ideal, but often the food is still safe. Any cans, of course, which are bloated, rusted, damaged, tinted, or anything like that need to be handled with extreme caution because botulism uh, will kill you outright. And if you have one can that explodes, for example, from uh, botulism, then anything it touches, I believe you should also just get rid of. It's not worth it. So storing things, you have to be very careful. I've mentioned them before as well. Just a little extra one here. I said that was the final one, but you know, here's one more. Is um, obviously food preservation. We are going over food saver vacuum bags next week, as well as... Um, some new toys that I've got for uh, vacuum sealing, which we'll discuss then, but also like just um, canning in general and having the ability to store food long-term and identifying uh, when that's still safe and when it's been stored properly and, and, and sealed properly. I recently got out some flour that I had canned uh, just from uh, vacuum sealed uh, with oxygen absorbers and one of the lids hadn't actually sealed. So I'm guessing that I hadn't perhaps got all the flour off from the rim so it uh, didn't seal properly, but being flour, it wasn't really a huge deal because you don't really need to, to vacuum seal flour. It was really just a, an experiment. And now that I've got a new way to do it, then I think that might work better anyway. So thanks everyone for coming along. As I mentioned, next week is going to be about uh, food saver vacuum bags and um, some different alternatives you can do towards that as well. Can you use a standard Ziploc for that kind of thing? Well, we'll find out and we'll discuss it next week. So until then, and as always, if you can't be a grey man, be a big man. See us.